Hey, this is Melissa, creator and founder of Femtrepreneur, and you're listening to Fem Radio. Don't forget to subscribe to the Fem Radio podcast wherever podcasts are found so that you can be notified when each episode goes live. Hey, Fem Radio, this is Melissa, and welcome to episode four of Talk Fem to Me. So, today's episode, I do have a guest. Uh, bear in mind that, like most of the episodes I have released in the last couple of months, this one was recorded pre COVID at Gotham Podcast Studio in Manhattan. So, you'll hear Bianca Reyes and myself just shooting the shits and having a casual conversation about work life balance, relationships, friendships. Uh, dealing with hate on social media and also practicing what you preach which is my favorite part of the conversation because the two of us actually get to talk about you know the ways in which we've been able to empower women within our own businesses and I'll be sharing some of those contacts and some of the people that we've worked with on logo creation design creation and all that fun stuff uh, in our Instagram posts so Hope you guys enjoy the episode, and without further ado, here we are, episode four, Talk Fem to Me. All right, Fem Radio, we are doing something different right now where we talk about topics. So instead of just asking some questions and and guiding us on this journey, I'm actually going to be contributing to some of this conversation, and I'm super excited because we all know I love to talk. Yes. So (laughs) we are back with Bianca Reyes and going to hit the ground running on some great topics. So just to knock them off the cuff, we have self-love, self-care. We're going to do some friendships and relationships, which is my favorite, being vulnerable in the content that we put out there, networking and putting yourself out there. And then we're going to talk about women in business and how amazing we are and how we need to root for each other and really throw some lobs up there and help our sisters out. Yes, we do. So let's start off with self-love and self-care. All right. Do you want to start us off? Okay. (laughs) I think I just figured out what self-love and self-care means um, (laughs) recently. This is sad. I know. I'm a millennial. It's it's 2020. I should have figured this out a long time ago. Um, I spent a lot of time not wanting to be that typical millennial. So I threw all of that out the window. And so I was like, you know, like, oh, you know, yeah, my boss needs me to work at, at 10 o'clock on a Saturday night. Sure, I'll do it. Mm. Um, and I just said yes to everything. Um, so, you know, was it Oprah that had her, her year of, of yes where she started oh, yeah. saying yes? Okay, well, I'm having my year of no. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm saying no to things because I found myself saying yes to everything and I was run down and tired and I was doing all these things. And if you could imagine like every day getting up, going to a workout class because you want to review it for the blog. Then you go to work. Yeah. Um, and then maybe you want to squeeze in a workout class during lunchtime so you can write another review and just get it over with for the week. Then after work, you go to a restaurant because you're writing a review for your blog. Then it's drinks. Then you finally get a chance to catch up with you know with your girlfriends for drinks, and then finally get over to your boyfriends. And it's just a lot. And so if you can imagine mm-hmm. that doing that every day almost for an entire year, you kind of get burnt out. And yeah. so I just started learning to say no to people. I'm entitled to have some me time, and so you know I've kind of learned not to overbook myself and and have something going on every night of the week mm-hmm. um especially during the work week because that's how you get burnt out and you need to focus 
focus on you and what's going to make you happy right now. And so if that's going home and taking a bubble bath or enjoying an entire deep dish of pizza, go right ahead. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Um, that's more than okay. Um, and so I don't think I understood what self-love meant until I started making a like a conscious effort to be selfish. Yeah. Um, and so that's what I mean when I just started having my year of no, <laughs> is that I want to make time for me way more than I used to. And I don't care at what expense. Um, if I want to call out of work for a self-care or a, a mental health day um, or whatever kind of day you want to call it, I will. I've realized over years that if I'm not taken care of, then I can't take care of anyone else. Um, Bianca comes first. And I think everyone should adopt that philosophy. Yeah. I think it's so huge. Like, you know, I don't know that I'd want to go back in time and change the things that I did, um, because I do feel like it made me who I am today in terms of who I am at work, right? Like, I, you know, right out of college got into, you know, an incredible job. It was my dream job. I was there for five years and I adored it. But then you start to realize that at the end of the day, sadly, you are just an employee. Like the relationships that you thought you had with, you know, executives and things like that, you know, it's a numbers game. It's a business. It's not personal. And if it doesn't work, it's it doesn't work. And I put so many of my eggs into that one basket. You know, I would tell everyone all the time, like, I'm going to be here for the rest of my life. Like I could literally see myself being a lifer at this company. And it makes me laugh thinking <laughs> about it now because I've had like four jobs since then. And, you know, and it's ridiculous because I was getting paid nothing. And I'm not afraid to say that on, you know, y'all can contact contact me because I'm going to come collecting my check one day. But I literally got paid nothing to be managing an entire department. And at the end of the day, like I was working 24 seven, I woke up panicking over emails. I went to bed unable to really get a full night's rest. And this was five years. Like I had a, you know, I come from a very strong tied family to Portugal. Like we used to go every single year. I passed up on multiple trips with my family because I was so dedicated to my job. And it wasn't until the role that I'm at right now where I literally had a manager say to me, like, it's 530. What are you doing here? And I was like, what? Like, I'm used to work until nine. Like, I don't ever leave. Like, I'm here all the time. I'm here at 6 a.m. Like, and she was like, no, honey. Like, no, 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 no. Like, it's my job now to like really help you see the light. <laughs> like, <laughs> and that really put it in perspective for me. I'm like, you guys are paying me more than I've ever been paid in my life. And you're telling me to go home at 530. Like, that actually makes me want to work. That makes me want to stay here now because I, I yeah. see you value my life <laughs> and my well-being. I just shared an article on LinkedIn the other day, and it was about all of these um, large companies, you know, corporate America headed in the right direction. They're just sort of adopting this tech startup yes. method of a work-life balance that sort of started out in Silicon Valley. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and people are adopting that now, you know, and it's all over. Look at Google, yes. uh, Facebook, all these different companies. and. There's something to be said about that. I, I think that employment is a two-way street. It's mm -hmm. like I need you because you're paying my bills, but you also need me because I'm doing my job. Yeah, uh, exactly. And I think people forget that and they think that they're at the mercy of their employer when, you know, if you're not happy, you can pick up and go somewhere else yep. uh, where they may treat you better, pay you better, give you more time off, respect your time off, mm -hmm. everything. I can't stress enough how you need to not be fearful to make those changes. I was so afraid to leave my job because for some reason it had been like ingrained into my brain that 
I couldn't do anything other than what I was doing. And, and I don't know that, you know, people were putting those thoughts in my head as much as I was sort of like feeding into it on my own. Mm -hmm. Um, but I was so afraid, you know, and, and I only left because it was a mutual, like, we need to part ways. I didn't, you know, it wasn't me being like, you know what, here on to bigger and better things. It was like, get, get out of here. Like you don't fit. We don't like you and you don't like us. So, you know, and, and that's really what, what sparked me getting out. But it's, it's funny because it does put it into perspective, right? This podcast, Femme Radio, I launched that when I was there. And I remember people being like, what is that? Like, you know, you must be making so much money. Ha ha ha. <laughs> And then when I when I left, so rude. it was so so fucking rude. And then when I left and I was interviewing at um, a startup, it was like I had gone two months without work. Like I could not get an interview to save my damn life. And then I finally got this one text back, lol. And um, this the CEO is sitting with me interviewing me. And then I you know I had I had, had Fem Entrepreneur and Fem Radio on my resume. And he reads it and he goes, oh, what's this? And I'm like, oh, shit, maybe I should have taken it out. I don't know. What if this makes me look bad? I was getting nervous. And then I told him what it was about, what my mission is and what my goals are. And he dropped the paper and the pen that he had. And he looks at me like dead in the eyes. And he goes, what do you think as a male CEO I need to be doing differently to make sure women feel empowered and encouraged to be their best selves? And I literally was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like – so straightforward this is amazing like but this is the reaction that people should be getting when they have side hustles like he literally said to me i'm so happy that you have something to leave work and go dedicate your passions to because that's what makes employees happy that they have those passion projects that they have things to work out um he was like i don't expect you to be passionate about ad tech like (laughs) he's like i love that you have something else when you leave here um and that was really life-changing for me i'm like this is where i need to be like tech startups this is this is it yeah but so i'd love to segue now into friendships and relationships okay all the the black hole of friendships and relationships but also can be quite positive do you want to kick us off oh my god there's so much to say where do i start (laughs) I try to reevaluate friendships every year and make sure that I'm only keeping the good ones around. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of people were cut in 2018. <laughs> the next wave was cut in 2019. So the the small group of close friends that I have now in 2020 are the really good ones. Um, you know, I just went in there like Donald Trump, you're fired. You yeah. know, you're out. That's it. Get them out. Yeah. And so... <laughs> These are friends that have been with me for, you know, through the good and bad times and and breakups and and unemployment and all of those things. And um, they're the ones that show up. Um, And even if they don't have time to to read each and every blog post, they they show me love on social media. I feel like they're always supporting me and the things that I'm working on. Um, And I feel that I do the same for them. Um, and I think that's what good friends are. It's just people who you can always call up yeah. when when you need to talk, someone who supports you uh, in everything that you're doing, somebody that gives you good advice even when you don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so those are the really good friends that I have now. Yeah. I would have to agree with you. First of all, I love the way that you phrased it. I made some cuts in 20 20- <laughs> <Some> cuts. <laughs> Because I also did as well. Um, but you know what? Sometimes it's it's mutual, right? It's mutual. You're not growing together. You're growing apart. And it's fine. Like, it is – it's fine. And and sometimes, it, you know, I'd be lying if I said it wasn't hurtful, right? Like, there are those friendships where you're like, 
damn, like I really saw us, you know, having kids and, in, in, you know, our kids are playing and hanging yeah. out and chilling. But sometimes it just doesn't work that way. Everybody sort of changes and, and you know, you either grow together, you grow apart, like I said. But, you know, I, I think for me, what sort of helps me not be so upset over friendships lost is understanding how many things I've gained in the process. I'm able to sort of refocus my energy into things that I, you know, that love and care about me the way that I love and care about them. Um, you know, I, I think about it all the time. Like, what would I be doing if I was still in that place that I was at, you know, and, and being able sometimes to cut those relationships, you're in a different mental headspace. You're like, your sort of capacity to mm-hmm. handle things changes. Um, you start, you know, it's like you said in, you know, in the last portion, like your ROI, like what is the ROI in some of these friendships that you have and in some of these relationships, you know, who's, who should be making the cut and who shouldn't be making the cut. Um, but it's great. I think as we get older too, like you, you know, you have those like naive thoughts where you're like, Oh my God, we're going to be friends forever. But then it's true. Like you get older and you're like, who do I want to be in my circle? Like, cause you are who you hang out with to a certain extent, you yeah, know, basically. But I think it's I think it's huge from my perspective. I'm so, so happy with the people that are I'm surrounded with right now. Like from my close friends to even my boyfriend's friends, I think everyone is just so career focused and so motivating. Like I can hang out with people in my circle, people with his, in his circle, and I'm immediately like, I got to go home and work on shit. Like because yeah. <laughs> we are just all it's, – it's like a mutual everyone is going to be successful in their own way and everyone's hustling. And I love that. The New York mentality, the 20s, yeah. the late 20s New York mentality, it's really unmatched. I'm I'm in a different category there. Um, me and my boyfriend are an age gap couple. Yep, yep. yep. Um, and so, so he's in his 30s. And so I'm surprised he knows what a blog is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he understands what I'm talking about most of the time, but, you know. But he still takes those pictures. <laughs> yeah, but he still takes all those pictures. I was just reading an article the other day. They were like, what you need to be a blogger? And they were like, a cute outfit, a boyfriend, and a camera. <laughs> it was like, basically. I, I love it. I love it because they're like, they know what they're looking for, right? Basically. So like, raise the cup higher. Like, <laughs> Although he's like, he gets into it. He's so proud when he sees the, the number of likes on my post. And it. he's like. Give me some credit. Give me some credit. Oh, my God. They always want credit. (laughs) Which I do. I honestly, I don't give him enough credit because (laughs) he's very supportive. Mm -hmm. Um, And he surprises me sometimes. I feel like sometimes it's going to be a bother to ask him like – like, hey, you know, um, there's this boxing class coming up or there's a yoga class coming up. And like they always when I go to do a, a fitness class review, if, if it's a complimentary class, they tell me, to, you know, I can bring a partner um, and it's usually him. And so sometimes I'm like, oh, God, this is going to be a hard ask yoga. Um, uh, but he's like always more than willing to do it and just yeah. try something new with me. So I feel like it's it's even though it's something that I'm, you know, quote unquote, like I'm working, sure. it's still something that we're doing together um and you know even like i just partnered with this restaurant um and so we get to come in once a month for for a comp dinner oh that must be so painful for him to have to sit there well (laughs) wait for it it's vegan Ah, 
no. <laughs> Shout out to my vegans out there. I, know. I feel like vegan veganism has such a bad rep for like, I don't know, being like cardboard food or something. It's really yeah, not it's that not. bad. It's actually yeah. phenomenal. I agree. Um, I agree. But when I first asked him, I was like, you know, um, there's this restaurant partnership that I just got. And... Um, They have a couple of different restaurants here in the city, and I'm, like, you know, tiptoeing around it and everything. I'm, like, it's vegan, though. And he's, like, oh. (laughs) He was probably, like, yes, 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 no. (laughs) And he's, like, well, you know, you had me at free. Let's go. (laughs) And so I'm, like, wow, that wasn't hard at all. Um, That's amazing. But, yeah, he's definitely very supportive and – I think that that's hard to find, especially it surprises me because like for me, it's like second nature to take a picture of my outfit today or take pictures of my food. And he doesn't always do that. Um, And that could definitely have have something to do with me being in my 20s and him being in his 30s. Um, But we just we work pretty well together. And he's, you know, always giving me tips like, oh, I think on that caption, you should do this. Um, or, or why don't you say something like this in your post? Yeah. Um, so it's definitely helpful to have somebody, like, give me that criticism. Annoying, but helpful. <laughs> <laughs> so I think you touch on a really great point, which is having support. Yeah. He doesn't need to know everything about the blog and all the inner yeah. workings and how you built your site and all this shit. But, like, at the end of the day, he supports you. Right. And he's not rolling your, his eyes when, like, he needs to take a picture of you. Maybe on, like, picture 45, he's like, all right, girl. Like, you look great. Like, let's move forward. <laughs> we get there sometimes. Right? <laughs> but, like, the whole perspective, I can't stress enough. And I tell my boyfriend this all the time. And he's like, are uh, like, thank you for loving me so much. But, like, it, you know, it's enough. Like, love me less. But, like, you know, I've been in some situations where the things that you love and the things that you're passionate about are not shared. Mm-hmm. And and that is impossible. Like, it, you know, it's not rare to find someone who supports you and wants you to f- have great success. Like, all of my friends are engaged right now to men who want, like, put them all on pedestals. And, you know, that's the rule. Like that's not the exception. That's the rule. Having someone who really respects you just as much as you respect them. I think that's huge. And I have text messages from when I was first talking to my now boyfriend where he's like, I love that you're so passionate about this shit. Like you're killing it. Like good for you. Whereas like previously, you know, I, I delayed launching a podcast because my significant other at the time thought it was stupid. And I was like, Oh my God, you're right. It is stupid. You know, like being that, even the strongest women are affected by the things that people say. And, you know, I like to think that I'm a strong person, but, you know, hearing that from someone that you love and trust, that shit hurts. Yeah. Um, So it was so different to hear someone be like, no, this is dope. This is great. Go with it. And then even holding me accountable, right? A few days will go by and I don't post anything. And he's like, what the fuck is going on on Femtrepreneur? And I'm like, oh my God, you're right. I haven't posted. (laughs) I get the same thing. He's like, oh, weren't you supposed to get that post up today? I'm like... Excuse me. Do you want to be my intern? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's so funny because like you were saying before, like they definitely want credit. Like he'll send me articles and he'll be like, you didn't tag me in the post. <laughs> I'm like, all right, BJ, I'll tag you next post. Right? <laughs> oh, my God. Social media is so funny. I remember – so when we first got together um, – a while back, we took a trip to Bermuda, oh, and nice. that was the first time that I had posted a picture. So I have 
my personal social media accounts mm-hmm. and then I have like my blog social media sure. accounts. Yeah. So I put one on the blog social media account, but I did something where it was kind of like um, – it was like a selfie and we were in the water, but like – you can only see like the back of his head, you know, because I'm trying to be cute and whatnot, like all the other beach babes taking pictures <laughs> on social media. Um, so you could only see the back of his head. So I I want to respect his privacy. So yeah. that was my way of doing that. Um, and it was just a really nice picture. And I didn't tag him in it or anything. I got all these comments like, who is that dude? You deserve better. Oh, my Ew, God. Who is that? Um let me take care of you. I was like, ew, oh my God, why are all you people so concerned with my uh, relationship? Um, and that's why we respect privacy around right. here. Right? And so I'm like, you know what? If I if I tag him in a social media post, he's going to start getting harassed. Does he ever, I mean, that's a, great, that's a great point. Does he ever like look at those things and like want to respond? Like what is his immediate thought? So I get I get rude comments all the time. I get rude replies to my stories. You have no idea. Um, I will definitely ask him, like, oh, you know, look at this comment. What should I say? Yeah. And he's like, well, he always, like, brings me back and, you know, like, take a step back. Look at it from a different angle. Don't, like, reply with a nasty comment back because then it looks like you just can't take criticism. Um, Somebody had asked, like, about this blanket that I posted a picture of, which is also in my shop because I knit. Yes, yes. Um, And so it was a, a, a blanket that I knitted. And somebody commented, like, oh, is that blanket made in China? Because I like to shop sustainable. And so at first I was like... No, it's not made in China. Like, what the hell? Handmade. Yeah. So, um... He was like, you know, why don't you say something like this? And so I just simply commented back and I was like, no, it's actually handmade in the US of A by yours truly, you know, um, and sort of killing him with kindness. Yeah. Um, And then there's sometimes where you just have to ignore things. There's there's nothing I can do. Like somebody recently sent me, I'm not using names, somebody, and I don't even know the person. (laughs) Someone recently replied to my story with like a disappearing video on Instagram and he was like, I am so sick of following your foodie adventurers, blah, blah, blah. And he did like the little, like the pig thing. He was like, <laughs> and like, the pig oh my noises. God. And at first I was like so upset. I was like, ew, why are you so mean? And he was like, oh, you know, you're an oinker and just all this stuff. Like, what does that even mean? <laughs> like, is that so weird? I have no idea. Like, you can unfollow me. Like, sorry, you don't like watching all the delicious food that I eat, but you don't have to follow me. Um, and That's so- what bothers me. I'm like, are you getting paid to follow me? Like, you don't – you can click a button. <laughs> and, and you never have to hear never from never have to see or hear from me again. Like- yeah. So um, at first I was, like, really upset. And then I remembered, like, this is nobody. Literally. Um, they sent me a disappearing video, like – they it's didn't very, want to be blasted right. clearly it's passive aggressive no guts um and then i actually found it funny after the fact but when you first get those mean dms and things like that like it's a little it's a little much yeah i'm like kind of ex- i'm like waiting for it to to hit because i feel like i have opened myself up to you know being like a feminist blog or a feminist page. I've opened myself up to a lot of bullshit. But you know what? Like, I think what a lot of people think they're getting from me, they're not actually getting from me because I'm very much like, 
I grew up around guys. So, like, you're not going to be a guy commenting on my page and expect not to get told off because, like, that's what I did my whole life. I have more of a – I'm, like, much better at telling off a guy than I am at a girl. Like, with girls, I'm like, oh, my God, no. Like, don't don't be angry. Like, I'm just trying to save the world here. But with guys, I'm like, get off my page. Unfollow me. This I, isn't for you. I think in general, being someone who is um, – a public figure and I don't mean like a big celebrity or anything like that just in general being someone who puts themselves out there and you know gives their opinions on things yeah. you open yourself up to a lot of different criticisms Absolutely. whether it's your political beliefs um, or just in general you know I feel like I have been more raw in my beauty section where I'm talking about things that yeah. make me uncomfortable. But I know there's plenty of other people who feel uncomfortable too. So, absolutely, you know, the most recent one was um, that I have these stretch marks like on my hips and they bother the hell out of me. And I like haven't worn a crop top since someone pointed it out like a year ago. How do people have the nerve to say things like that? So uh- – and, and I have a blog post going about it. Um, I partnered up with Skinny Med Spa. Mm-hmm. And they have a pixel laser mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. is used to treat like scars yeah. and wrinkles and stretch marks and things like that. And so, no, it's not going to make them completely disappear, although it could. Um, but it definitely helps reduce the appearance of them. Sure. So I've been sharing that. So I shared that story. And then I've been sharing my progress. So every time I go for a treatment, I take before and after pictures. And I'm like, ugh. You know, when I was when I was doing the post, I almost wanted to like back out of the whole partnership. Yeah. I was like, I really don't want people looking at these pictures of me. Like, it's so up close and personal. Of like, it's tough. You're, you know, it sort of goes into one of our topics, which is yeah. being vulnerable in the content that you post, right? Yeah, because it's it's kind of unfortunate, right? You're doing things for the majority, yeah. but then it's always like the silent people who it didn't really apply to that feel the need to to voice. For their, sure. Their issues and their concerns. I recently – so um, I don't know if you're like familiar with like Barstool and everything. So they did – they were like acquired. A portion of their business was acquired um, by like Penn National Gaming and Erica Nardini's the female CEO. Yes. And it, it like her story is just incredible. And like I literally bow down to her. Like she's my femme, right? Like if someone were to ask me who is your femme, like Erica Nardini. And I didn't post anything on my page about her. But I put up a post about um, – the I'm drawing a blank on her name right now, but the in the Super Bowl, the female assistant coach, I put up a post about her. Okay, and someone commented on it, like a guy commented on it and was like, "You're gonna post about this, but not about like Barstool and Erica Nardini." I see it when I'm intoxicated, so I'm like, I have a number of different ways that I can handle this comment right now. I'm Wait till tomorrow morning. I'm a one woman team, you know. So my response, I thought it was kind of terse and to the point where he he then responded and was like, "You know what? I think." Um, I think my first response like came off the wrong way and I'm like, you're absolutely right. It did. But like, I didn't say that, but like I wanted <laughs> to, shade. but I responded and I was like, you know what? You're right. I didn't post about Erica Nardini, but I've been like a huge advocate of her. I love her. She's like my ideal interviewer, like my ideal guest for Femme Radio. Um, you know, but I am a one woman team, but I'm actively looking for interns. Do you know anyone? Yeah. And he was like, I have a young sister. I have yet to receive the resume, but. Okay. But thanks for commenting and letting me know Don't what you think I should be Don't provide a problem without the solution, That's please. precisely, precisely it. Yeah. But it's true. It's really hard to like – be vulnerable in what we're posting. I mean, you for do sure. it all the time. Like that is that is your niche. <gasps> I mean, I, again, it comes back to authenticity and it's okay to talk about things that make you feel uncomfortable. But I, I feel like it 
can help other people. I, I, you know, I've gotten replies to like my email newsletters, like, so cool. You know, can we set up time to talk about this? I've been yeah. wanting to do this laser treatment forever, but I don't know how much it costs. Like, I have so many questions about it. Um, and so I'm more than happy to like hop on a phone call with that person yes. and chat with them and tell, you know, oh, it doesn't hurt that bad. Uh, it costs me this much for six sessions, that kind of thing. Um, because that's the big thing is that you see all of these different post, whether it's on a blog or social media, people doing things to themselves, whatever they are, lip fillers, laser hair removal, like all these things. Um, And you have no idea, like, unless you were to go for a consultation, like, you know, how much does it cost? Um, Is the doctor certified to do that? That kind of thing. And so it helps to read a review, like an honest review from Mm -hmm. somebody else who did it. Yep. I agree. I think the authenticity is is definitely what sets you apart from the other people that do the blogs. I'm sure there's like a ton of bloggers that also are like super super authentic, but I think you do reach a point where sometimes you can you can stay on the authentic route mm-hmm. or you veer off the course and I think a few tend to go left in that regard just from what I've seen, but you'd you'd probably be the expert cuz you're in that field. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I remember I mean recently a blogger had posted her experience of getting lip fillers and you could see in the picture that she sort of had like a weird dark spot on her lip. And somebody commented and said, what's that? And then she's like, not sure, must be weird lighting. And then I said to myself, I was like, well, that's the bruising that you can get sometimes from getting lip filler. So why doesn't she just say that? Why not be transparent? Right. Why does everything have to be like... Beauty is pain. You should get these lip fillers. They're amazing. Yeah, right. If that's your level of beauty, sure. But it's true. Why sugarcoat everything? Right. You know, let people know what they're really about to expect. Yeah. I think that's that's huge. So I want to skip into women in business. We always talk about how women need to support each other. What are some of the ways in which maybe like you support women or that you've been supported? I'd love to chat about that. So women need to support each other. That's my biggest thing. And I'm a strong believer in the whole, you know, babe supporting babes philosophy. There are so many times where I will purposely eat somewhere, buy something because it's, you know, female owned or it's Mm -hmm. a a female run business, that kind of thing. Um, Is it that big of a deal to, you know, purchase something from the honeypot or the lip bar from Target instead of some other cosmetic brand? No. Um, Those are are black-owned businesses, and I want to support them. And if it's not any sweat off your back to just go ahead and and purchase those chapsticks or or lip glosses or makeup instead, then go ahead and do that. Um, I I think that – I I try to do that on my blog as well. When I go out to eat at different restaurants, if it's female-owned, I mention that because Mm -hmm. I do think it's important. Um, I think in order for women to start making those, you know, taking those steps to move forward and be successful, it starts within us. We need to support each other in order to get somewhere. And when we set that standard, other people will, you know, fall in line with that. Yep. I agree. I agree with the podcast and with everything. Every single person that I've been involved with or has helped me 
has been a female. I feel like you'd be very hypocritical of me if I was just like, oh, the person who made my logo is a dude. Like, <laughs> nope. Like, my logo was created by a female. Any, Same. Like, any person that I either hire or source, like, granted, bless everybody who has helped me on this journey because, like, they've done it out of the kindness of their own hearts. But I think the only thing I've actually paid for so far is my logo and, of course, studio time. But, like, every single person involved in things that involve Femme Radio and Femtrepreneur have been female. And even the studio was co-owned by a female. Right. So it's like those things are very, very important to me. And I think it's in order for you to like preach, you really have to practice. Um, And I think too in 2020 now when we have so many things at our disposal, like if that's something you're interested in, like if you want female-owned businesses, if you want to shop at female-owned small shops or female-owned restaurants and you want to eat at female-owned restaurants, like those are a simple Google touch away. Right. You know, those are things you can find. It's not, it's not like, hard to look it's into. It's not hard at all. I think it's so important for us to find, you know, not even just female, minority owned businesses, minority owned restaurants, minority owned bars. For sure. You know where that money is going, right? Right. You know where that money is going. And I think I'm, I'm on a, a journey myself to like stop supporting huge businesses mm-hmm. and, and to really start supporting the people in my circle and our peers. I think that's going to be crucial for, for I, some growth. I think that's definitely important, too, is to to walk the walk because you can say you support women and all these things, but it's the same thing here. Exactly. Um, my logo was was uh, created by a woman, Beth Mand, who you've had yes. on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did my logo. She's amazing. Um, and then even the DIY web design courses, that was a female-run company. Amazing. High Pro Digital, which she's grown a lot since then, and she's got all her boss babes now. Yep. You know, the company's grown a lot, and they're working together and doing amazing things. They're actually working on my site right now. That's awesome. Um, and so, yeah, for sure. I think you need to walk the walk. You can't just, you know, say that you support women. It's like, okay, well, what are you doing to do that? Yeah, yeah. You definitely don't want to get roasted. Like, was it Natalie Portman at the Oscars? Oh, yeah. My God, poor thing. I mean, I loved her outfit, but like you have your own production house and you've had like zero female directors, but you know, <laughs> oops, <laughs> that's it for today. I don't even know what to say about that. But I really liked this and we should do this more often. Yes, we should. Hopefully my listeners aren't like, were you guys drunk? <laughs> I have a very, I mean, I could be all stuck up and professional and, and you know, but I just, I, I can't do you it did that any all other day. way. Yeah, I can't do it any other way. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) There's no other me but the me you're getting right now. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Bianca, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Do you know any trailblazing females that you think we should be featuring? Send us an email at femt at gmail.com. That's F-E-M-M-E-T-E-E at gmail.com. As always, thank you for your support as we strive to promote the growth of diverse women in all industries. Hashtag get femmed.